Welcome to the Evolve WMMA podcast, the only top-rated women's MMA show dedicated to inspiring and motivating you, building your confidence, helping you master the path to success, and ultimately creating the life of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class athletes, professional fighters, coaches, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success and happiness in life. So get ready to dismantle old, worn-out paradigms that no longer serve you or our culture. Ditch mindsets that paralyze you from reaching your dreams and discover the new path to evolve with your host, Shelly Demine, as she brings you the greatest upcoming fighters on the planet to discuss the most powerful ideas for your personal growth, achievement, and evolution. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Evolve WMMA podcast. So my next guest has been described as an inspiration inside and outside of the cage, and his fights have been nothing short of electric. He silenced any doubters that may have been left with his Bellator 225 debut when he arm triangle choked out Corey Browning. In a pre-fight interview, he has stated, his fans are with me through and throughout. You know, the one thing about being different and so unique is people either love you or hate you. I know to some people, that sounds crazy that people hate me, but people don't like seeing people overcoming odds. They don't believe in themselves and they don't see themselves doing that. Well, this guy has definitely defied the odds against conventional thinking to what is possible. Why you ask? Because he's done what few have. He's become a professional MMA fighter with only one hand. I'd like to welcome to the show, Bellator lightweight fighter, Notorious Nick Newell. Hey, Nick, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. You've got some big news coming up. Yes, I, I certainly do. And uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, so um, for our, our listeners, I wanted to let them know, I mean, you are like the first male MMA fighter that I've had on the Evolve WMMA show. And I'm excited to have you here because you're, you're, you actually fit in really well with what I've been around in my entire career doing, focusing on females. You have gone against conventional thinking. You've gone against the odds and, and um, you know, you're here now um, after God, I think I met you almost 10 plus years ago here in new England and the funny thing about it is you were just starting out your career. And I remember you being in like this nice suit and, and I can't remember what promotion it was at, but um, I got introduced to you by a referee, I think. And you were so refined, so nice, but I think you were commentating or you were announcing at that show. Do you remember which one it was? Uh, victory. 
in the in the city, I believe. I believe. Yeah, and you hadn't had any fights yet. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not on the the big the big big stage. But I was I was I was active. I I had been fighting for a little. Yeah, oh, like amateur stuff. I didn't know if you were or not. Maybe um wrestling. Yeah, I think I think I was uh, I was a little bit I was fighting, but I was still early in my career. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was kind of funny for me. Cause I was like, you know, it, you know, I didn't, I didn't know anything about you, but I was like, wow, this guy is going to be a fighter. And, and you were announcing and you were so refined, so just polished and everything. When you were doing that, what was the intention of like being there just to be around in that, in, in the environment and get to know people? So maybe they would pick you up for a fight or what was, what was the intention of doing that? You know, I'm just been involved in the sport and I have a passion for the sport. And I, uh, when I went to college, I actually did a lot of uh, broadcasting stuff and communication stuff. Ah, okay. And I had a short period, I was working in TV and, and behind the scenes and the control board. So I wanted to just do in front of the camera stuff and I'm pretty knowledgeable about the sport and I love doing commentary. So um, I'm good at it. So I got the job. And uh, what were the odds? I think the, um, I noticed in some of you, some of your um, information about you that you have uh, uh, your, your college roommate was a WWE guy. I mean, was that just kind of fate or did you know him before or how did that, how did you, how did you two connect? Yeah. So when I was in college, I just joined the wrestling team and I hung out with the other wrestlers and they were friends with uh, a former wrestler, but he quit doing uh, college wrestling. So uh, folk style to do WWE style wrestling. Mm -hmm. And we used to go to his shows in Long Island. Um, His name in the WWE was Kurt Hawkins. His real name is Brian Myers. And then uh, it would be him and his, his tag team partner who was Zach Ryder, who's now uh, Matt Cardona. And we would go watch them wrestle all the time. And he ended up being with the WWE for like over 10 years and and had a pretty good run there and won some titles and stuff like that. So it was, it was really cool to watch and then just completely separate. I did my MMA thing. So it's just a coincidence that we were, we were friends and roommates. Yeah. Cause I was like, wow, what are the odds of that happening? You know, like you got, you got a guy and he got you basically, you know, you guys were watching the ultimate fighter show and, 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 and you were like really interested in all that stuff. What was the turning point for you to be kind of, all right, I'm going to become an MMA fighter. Yeah. So, um, when I was in high school, I, I had a friend, uh, Pete Benzvenga and he introduced me to fighting when we were wrestling. I started wrestling because I like wanted to be a WWE. I just liked it. And I was like, and, uh, this guy I lived next to, uh, was joining the wrestling team. And I was like, Oh, if you're going to join, I'll join too. It sounds like fun. And my dad had encouraged me to start training earlier in my life. But, um, I didn't want to, I wanted to play baseball. So, uh, you know, my friend Neil got me into wrestling and then uh, Pete introduced me to MMA for the first time. And I kind of forgot about it and just focused on wrestling. And then, uh, you know, they were watching raw and, and right after raw was the ultimate fighter. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. These guys are like really serious. It would, it would be nice to, 
to do that one day. So I started, uh, I started training and, and, uh, you know, I kind of fell in love with it. And, mm-hmm. and a friend who's, who's in the movie, Abby Mestre, he, uh, he convinced me to, uh, to compete and to give it a try. Wow. So that's, that's really neat because um, the Ultimate Fighter Show, I think, brought a lot of people in New England into, you know, loving the sport and stuff. I know for me, that was the same thing for me. I mean, I, I had um, kind of a relationship with um, the guys from Sitiatong, Kenny Florian, and, and those guys were in, I think, one, two, three or whatever. So I kind of started there. I don't which episode like kind of hooked you in. Do you remember who, who the fighters were that kind of, you know, got you all revved up to, you know, become, become who you are today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tough noob. They used to call everyone back in the day, but it's been so long that it's been on that I'm actually a veteran fan. So the first fight I ever watched was Ken Shamrock versus Tito Ortiz one. Yeah, right. And then I watched Ken Shamrock versus Sakuraba. Yeah. And that was the second fight I ever watched. I was, of course, Ken Shamrock fan from wrestling. Yeah. And and then, you know, I started with the Ultimate Fighter. I'm like, whoa, I got to check this out. Yeah. And um, not to seem like like a front runner or anything like that. But the, the two guys that won the first season were actually the two guys that motivated me the most. Um, Diego, he's, a, you know, he's had his issues lately. But when he was on that show, I was like, wow, this guy takes it really serious. He works really mm-hmm. hard. And, mm-hmm. and, like, he, like, really wants this. That's, like, really cool to see. I, I, I got to train like that. And then I liked Forrest because I thought it was funny. And, <laughs> and yeah. I, uh, I, I just ended up watching the show and falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. And then I knew some people, a guy on my team had fought before. So I started training at a gym near, uh, near the, near the school fighting mm-hmm. arts Academy. Uh, and I still work with that coach. I've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and coach Jeremy has always had my best interest in mind and mm-hmm. he's featured in, in my upcoming film, notorious Nick as well. And and we've had a great relationship ever, ever since I, I talked to him yesterday, I think. Awesome. So how did this whole thing occur? You got, I mean, well, you have, you've had this, I think 10 years of, of, you know, building yourself, the, the momentum of building yourself up as this, this fighter and, and you're a one-handed fighter in MMA. And I mean, I remember when you started, I, I saw you at Cage Titans. I think I saw you at Triumph and, oh, wow. And then, and then you went on to World Series <clears throat> fighting and PFL. And I mean, like, it's just, it's amazing. The promotions that have picked you up because of your skill, your technique, all the training and your, your hardcore guy, I've seen your fights. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> You know, like you get in there and you can really scrap and you haven't had easy fights either. You've had tough opponents, you know, so, um, you know, now you have this, this, this movie that's, that's been made about you. Now, did they approach you because you have this great story or was it something that you pursued and you said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go and write a story and tell my story and how, how did this all happen? Yeah. I mean, as you can see, yeah, I was born with one hand. So, um, women in MMA can, can relate to me because 
you know, uh, what it's like to be doubted and people not to want to give you a chance and do stuff like that. So I do have a lot of friends, uh, female fighter friends, uh, because of that and, and facing similar obstacles. And when it come, when it came to MMA, I had my first fight in 2008, right after Rome, I was still in college and, uh, I turned pro shortly after the times were different. So I only spent about one year on the amateur circuit in terms mm-hmm. of 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did what I felt was right at the time and, and worked my butt off and trained really hard. And then one day people called me up and said, Hey, your story's interesting. I want to make a movie. And I was wow. like, let's do it. So, so, um, you know, going with, uh, the, 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 the actors and stuff like that, have they had you on the set? Do they need you? Like I, I had some people say to me, I'm like, they should have had Nick play the part. Why do they have this? This, this, this dude who knows nothing about maybe MMA or whatever, because <laughs> you're good looking, you're a handsome guy, you, you speak and you talk, you, you can talk your walk and you can, I mean, you're, you're not just a fighter. You're, you're a very professional outside of the cage too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I, uh, I've never really acted before. Um, they had me. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is my calling to to start getting into it and start getting some roles. Yeah. You know, I was an extra on the set of here comes the boom. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I saw like, I mean, I Kevin sat James. with the, yeah. it was a fun one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was good times. And, uh, you know, they had me read a couple lines, but Cody is a, is a really talented actor and he, yeah. he did a good job and he did right by me with the part. Um, you know, and he's also a very good looking guy and a good talker. So, uh, you know what, it was their, it's my, it's a movie about me, but it's their movie to make. And if uh-huh. they did what they thought they needed to do to make the best product. So, uh, maybe in the future down the line, I can get I can into some more acting. Yeah. I'll play someone else yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, did you have to coach Cody on any any technique or anything like that? Uh, no, I think he just studied a lot of my fights and had a, his coach study a, a lot of the fights, and they kind of they kind of worked it out, and and they did a good job. the The fight scenes are like a lot more realistic than right, um, yeah, fight scenes that you'll see in in other movies, and and they they did a really good job with. Yeah, because the preview, I mean, it looks, it looks like, wow, this, this, they, they look like they're really doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, it looks pretty good. The choreography or however they do, you know, they set all that stuff up. It looks great. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, I, I, this, this film um, airs or premieres tomorrow. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so starting at midnight, anywhere that you can rent or buy movies, you can mm-hmm. just order it and uh and watch it at home with your family it's a good movie for everyone um you know kids will like it adults will like it men women everyone it's like uh straight across the board great movie and uh it's rewatchable too i think people will really enjoy it yeah you're kind of right up there with like the whole rocky thing and um oh gosh what are the rudy and you know all those kind of inspirational movies you're going to be right up there this movie will be right up there with with those like i mean it's even cinderella man and i i mean there's a whole bunch of them (laughs) yeah it's like uh one-handed rocky with a with a um 
better looking actor. Yeah. well they had to find somebody who's good looking you're good looking i mean like you know you're eye candy thank you thank you yeah for sure i remember thinking that when i first met you i was like geez this kid's really good looking he's gonna go a long way you know um i mean you know it's just the plus 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 everything that you have going for you now who is who is really instrumental in inspiring you and and um keeping you moving forward is there somebody you know somebody that sticks sticks or stands out um you know in in my life um there's obviously a lot of key players starting early jim abbott was super important to me because he was the only other one-handed person I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't like the internet or today where you see a lot of things like that. I wasn't exposed to a lot of outside factors or, or even, I I know the Paralympics were going on, but I didn't really know about it. Um, Mm. So he was like super important going on, like in the early goings, my high school wrestling coach um, in the movie, they kind of combined him with my MMA coach and uh matt schoonmaker and he was like really pivotal because i would be like losing these wrestling matches and he would be getting mad because <laughs> he he thought i could have won and like he believed in me before i believed in myself right, right. so that was um really good obviously abby in the movie um he in real life helped give me confidence mm-hmm. helped, helped me believe in myself Mm-hmm. and kind of relax I was really uptight he helped me he taught me how to like relax and breathe and like not take myself so serious all the time so I really appreciate him um I bring it up a lot he's not in the movie but I had a friend uh he passed away too his name's Pete Benzavanga he exposed me to off-season wrestling and mixed martial arts and mm-hmm. my coach Jeremy and like I have a lot of people I have a lot a lot of people that helped me um so I'm very appreciative to, to have had such a wonderful crew of people around me um, to help me and keep me motivated. And, but at the end of the day, you, need, you do need help, but it really comes down to you because people aren't going to help you if you're not motivated yourself. You keep, people won't work harder for you than, than you work for yourself. So it was my responsibility to give them something to believe in and give them something to support. Yeah, that's... That's great. Wow. So I was looking over your career and I found it really interesting. Um, you know, the span of your career, you, you're 16 and four. And the interesting thing is, is I think about, let's see, you had 13 wins via submission. You have two knockouts, one by knee and one by just, you know, punches. And then seven of those fights when well, three went to, you know, judge's decision and three went to, you know, losses, wins and losses. And then you've only been knocked out once. And it was against um, Justin Gaethje. And when you look back on your career and the whole overview of it, how do you see yourself moving forward as, you know, this professional fighter in a top-notch um, promotion, you're in Bellator. Um, who, what's next for you? Because your last two losses were just recently and, and they were by, you know, like it was judge's decision. 
judge's decision where in the past you've had, I mean, you're, I mean, like you're a finisher, you're a total finisher. And how do you see moving forward and what's next for you? Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I won my last two fights, um, yeah. split decisions. And yeah, I felt like, uh, two fights ago, I won the first and second round and kind of faded in the third round. And I learned to like, uh, kind of compose myself a little bit better. Cause I was used to finishing all these fights really quick. Mm. And my last fight, I won the first and third round, no doubt. And it's on YouTube. You can rewatch it anytime, mm. but, um, I try not to like get too harped up on that and mm. let it affect me and, and take away from all the positive things that happen in my life and, and things that I have going on and all the, the great things that I've done and, and, and experiences of I've, I've had. Mm. So, um, you know, I've had a pretty, a pretty good career and I've, I've, always been out and strive to be the best version of myself that I can be and, and always give it a hundred percent of myself and, mm -hmm. and be invested in progress. So I'm, I'm very grateful to have had the experiences that I've had mm -hmm. and have the people around me and uh, real people that really care about me. And, and it's great. And I'm, get, I'm glad I get to have my story captured in a feature film yeah right wow what do you attribute to your success like maybe three key ingredients to your success I mean you know I I had I don't it might have been in another interview that I had listened to you had stated something to the effect that um you know I took the the long road it's taken me 10 years to get here where other fighters that you know may have been up and coming uh like there's you were on some of the same cards back here in new england at like cage titans some of those guys and they're 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 you know in they're in top promotions too there's a few of them that i can think of off the top of my head like uh, rob font and um who's the other guy um um rico de sulo um they, they they've been on top notch you know promotions what were three maybe ingredients that have attributed to your success as an MMA fighter something that you consistently do a habit of some kind well the fact that my first year I started off wrestling I lost my first 17 matches and ended up going two and 22 and then I still had fun with it for some reason even though I was getting destroyed once I got that first win I was like I need more of this in my life yeah and uh and yeah, I ended my season. If you discount those first, um, you know, 17 matches, I finished two and five. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And then I had the whole off season, I trained, I trained, I trained, I trained while everyone else was taking a break. And I came back and I was beating people. And I was like, well, man, this guy must not be very good. And then I started beating more and more people and winning more and more matches. And then all of a sudden I was expected to win. I had a winning record from then on out and uh, I was like, okay, this taught me the value of hard work. And the, the lesson that I can give to people is that the best, the best people aren't always training because they're the best. They're the best because they're always training. Mm -hmm. And when you want something, you have to dedicate yourself to it. You have to fall into it. And not only do you have to spend the time, but you have to make the most of your time while you're there and and really be dedicated to progress and mm. be honest with yourself mm. 
Yeah. So you've, you've evolved over the course of those 10 years, quite, quite considerably. Um, I think you started off on a tear for sure. And then what were those losses to you? Like, um, you know, we always learn from our, like a loss or some sort of failure and you not only had losses in the cage, you had them externally with the deaths of some very dear friends. And how do you, how do you think that has shaped and molded you as, as an MMA fighter? Um, you know, like it, a lot of life is, is how you deal with it. A, a big percentage of life is how you deal with it. And, mm. and I've, I've tried to learn to take the positives from all situations and, and things that are out of your control that you can't change. Um, you have to accept and the things that you can change, you have to do what you can to, to make sure that you, you do right. And you write yourself and, and you fix these things so you can be successful. So uh, I'm glad that I've had trials and tribulations. Obviously I would give anything to have my friends back and, and have them back in my life and get to see where I am now. Mm. Um, you know, so there's no, there's no replacing that. Yeah. But um, it certainly built some character in me. So what is this? What is this? What's what? After every fight. Oh, no, that's just like a little, a little joke. Like, uh, get the dirt off your shoulder. <laughs> What's that mean? Get the dirt off your like, shoulder. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Like, like uh, it's just like a little, a little, uh, just a little joke I had going with my friends. I mean, you've been doing it for a while. I was like, okay, what's, what's that little, like, you know, we all have, we all have our little things. I know there was some other fighters that would point and they would do something after every fight and they, they, it always had some sort of meaning or whatever. It's just a cool little thing. I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah, I did it once. Um, I did it once. And then the guy, all my friends were like, you gotta make that your thing. So I'm like, if I remember to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I, I like it. I like it. I like, I like that. It's nice. All right. So, um, have you had any challenges with dealing with fear and what would they be? I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared every time I fight. Uh, I've never, I've never not been scared, but, um, it's called dealing with it and, and overcoming your fears and, and not letting them consume you. So you have this great movie coming out. Um, you've you've um, accomplished a lot already. What do you see? You know, maybe in the next three years, what are your your future goals? Uh, I have a few side projects I'm I'm working on that people will hear about soon. But in the meantime, I want everyone to rent or buy my movie anywhere <laughs> or buy movies and go watch this movie notorious nick it's everywhere watch it enjoy tweet me about it instagram it do whatever whatever you can and uh and and support me it's been a it's been a long hard road but uh they came out with a great product and and i can't wait for everyone to see it i love i want to thank nick um uh, you know for coming on to the show nick i'd really like to follow up with you say in a couple months after this this premiere has been out. Um, are you and your wife going to be walking a red carpet at all or? No. No red it, carpet for this? Yeah, one? if anything, we're just chasing around our children trying to make. <laughs> I know. I heard, I heard on a thing. Am I swearing too much? I got to stop cussing. I'm a dad. You have two beautiful children. Oh my God, they're gorgeous. 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they, your wife and everything all excited about this, you know, premiere and everything launching tomorrow. Yeah. She's excited to see it. She hasn't seen it yet. I didn't let her, I didn't let her see it when I watched it first. Uh, the, the <laughs> have you have you seen it yet at all or you just seen yeah yeah no I of course I did it's it's okay great movie and uh yeah I gotta wrap I gotta wrap it up yeah yeah so so thank you so much for being on the show I'd love to have you back and where we could spend a little more time because I'd like to get into um your overall success I have a gazillion more questions for you but I know you're on a time schedule so thank you I really appreciate it and I wish you the best in in this this new uh, movie and its success i i'm sure it'll end up on the top top 25 with uh, rocky being up there notorious nick so if you're looking for a good movie to watch this weekend check it out notorious nick it opens august 6th any other shout outs you'd like to give nick uh no thank you (laughs) you're done all right awesome thanks so much nick Um, We'll see you soon. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed hearing from Nick Newell and thank him for being on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. It helps people find the show. And on the review, mention Notorious Nick and how he inspired or motivated you. If you are eager to hear more from Evolve WMMA, never miss an episode by remembering to subscribe and download on iTunes. Or if you prefer to watch, you can find a new episode on YouTube at Evolve Women's MMA. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Shelly and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then head on over to our fan page on facebook.com slash I love WMMA. See you there. Until next time, keep evolving. Thanks for listening.